Hello, and welcome to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host, George. What up? And Hunter. How's it going, everyone? And today we're going to be talking about Disney's uh, newest announcement, which uh, gave us a lot more about Star Wars Land, also known as Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We're at the shareholder meeting. Bob Iger actually announced the opening dates and a little more information about it. Uh, first of all, I'm going to warn you guys a couple things. Uh, one is that this is going to come out before our first episode because we're still editing that. And two, uh, Hunter and George are actually going to be on the phone. So that's why you may hear like a little difference in like the sound. But uh, with further, uh, with nothing further to put out, uh, here we go. So today at the uh, stockholder meeting, uh, Bob Iger made the announcement, which there was a lot of rumors about uh, that he was going to announce the opening date of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. But uh, today he actually did it. Uh, so first, the first part is they announced that uh, at Disneyland, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will officially open May 31st. And at uh, Disney World, it's actually going to open August 29th. So first of all, how do you guys feel about this uh, announcement? Uh, we'll start with George. Um, I can't wait, you know, especially if uh, we open before Disney World. It's going to be great. Uh, I totally agree. I was actually uh, a little surprised with the announcement of, uh, you know, when it's going to open in Disney World because there was a lot of rumors that they actually were falling behind at Disney World. So... This let us know that that's actually, well, it's not completely not true, but uh, I guess what happened is there was a lot of rumors that they've been pushing them to uh, get it done quicker, and it looks like they did with the announcement that it's going to be August 29th. Hunter, how do you feel yeah. about the uh, opening dates? Oh, I'm, I'm overly excited. I honestly wasn't sure that we were going to get an announcement this early, so it's just really cool to you know, have an actual date, so if we're going to try to plan something, we can do it now. Yes, um, so with that, though, here comes the little bit of uh, negatives. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you a positive at first. So, of course, we didn't release the episode yet, but uh, when you listen to our first episode of Season 4, you're going to see that, um, or you're going to hear, we'll see, what am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> you're going to hear me say that there were rumors that because of the... Um, uh, high demand for the Star Wars attractions uh, that they were going to make it uh, fast pass like pay to play kind of deal where you would have to pay for each individual fast pass. So on one hand, we found out that that is not true. Um, so that's a good point. Um, the negative point, they also revealed, uh, Bob Iger revealed that Rise of the Resistance, which is supposed to be like the main attraction, uh, is not opening. And only Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is opening. But on top of that, it is going to uh, not have Fast Pass at all. Uh, how do you feel? How do you guys feel about the, uh, you know, no Fast Pass at all for the only attraction that's opening in the land? Uh, we'll start with George. You know, the thing is, is, is that we need the Fast Pass. You know, especially. If we don't, like, the line is just going to get humongous. Like, at least with the Fast Pass, people could enjoy doing something else and, like, come back. So it is a negative that they don't have the Fast Pass anymore. 
And it's also, like you said, that disappointing that only a couple of rides are opening, and that's the main one. And I get it that they don't, you know, they're not done yet. But still, I feel like the grand opening should have everything instead of like, hey, like, um, it, the main one is not open yet. It's coming to the still. Yeah, so, like, on that, I feel like, so there's only two attractions opening. They're both considered e-ticket attractions, but one of them is obviously, like, a much bigger uh, attraction. And I think it's, like, uh, on one hand, I'm like, it's not, you know, entirely bad that they're not opening uh, with it there. But on the other hand, it does seem a little bit, like, shoddy to, like, open up with the idea that it's, like, oh, well, half of it's open. We'll just open in phase. And, you know, what... Uh, I know we've talked about it before on, like, uh, other shows, but, like, Disney is well-known for opening things without everything up and going. But, you know, uh, it's that thing. It's like, uh, you know, is it really worth it to open Like, uh, remember, um, I know we didn't go there for it, but Disney World, uh, when the new Fantasyland opened, uh, they actually had um, it open without uh, Snow White's uh, or the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train open. So, like, the back right. part of it open, you know, with the Little Mermaid and stuff. But it was like, yeah, but your main attraction, which is, like, literally engulfs that whole area, is not open. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think, Hunter, about uh, the reveal that there's no Fast Pass and only one attraction opening? So, okay, when, when, uh, when you told us about that, all I could think was, it, been, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal had, you know, both rides been available to us, but... Like, not only is there going to be a line to get inside the uh, the actual area, but once you're inside, you're going to, you know, have a really hard time getting on that ride because you know that ride's probably going to be pushing three to four hour waits at least. Yeah, I know, uh, of course, once again, the other episode hasn't come out, but uh, there there's a lot of talk that Disney is pre- well prepared that we're going to get, like, five or uh, ten hour waits for, like, just to go into the land. But uh, that kind of segues into, like, the next thing I was going to talk about. Because this is, like, something that uh, there were, like, hints of it. But I really did not see much going on about it. And that's that for at least right now, they're going uh, to be requiring you to uh, make a no-cost reservation that's subject to availability to access the land. Which means you're basically getting a fast pass to go into the area. Now... On one hand, I think this is, like, a good idea that it's, like, they're controlling the crowd in that area because, uh, you know, I, I know we, we've been posting it, but, like, there's the joke that it's, like, you know, the concept art shows, like, a family going around the land, like, you know, it's sparse and, like, not, uh, pretty open, and, you know, the joke is that it's going to be filled with people, but this is making it so that you don't have to do that. You're going to have, basically, like I said, a fast pass to go into the land. On the negative side of that is that um, you know that this is going to be a super high demand to grab it. Uh, This is actually from the Parks blog. It says, Guests planning to visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park in California between May 31st and June 23rd, 2019, so at least for like the first month or so, uh, you will be required to have a theme park admission and uh, you're going to be required to make a no-cost reservation that's subject to availability to access the land. Now, here's the uh, part. Um, I actually talked about this with Elizabeth, which, uh, you know, of course, we laughed at it because it's like how amazing of an idea uh, it was for them. 
So uh, on top of that, if you're uh, guest staying at one of the three Disneyland Resort hotels, which is, of course, Disneyland Hotel, Paradise Pier uh, Hotel, and um, uh, the uh, Grand Californian, uh, they will be uh, receiving a designated reservation to access Star Wars Galaxy's (laughs) Edge during their stay if uh, at least one of the nights is uh, during uh, the um, that period Uh, so on one hand I'm like that's amazing you're gonna give people that are guests that perk but on the other hand I'm like that those hotels already require like $300 to stay there it's like you're going to make them sell out now yeah uh, so let's start with George. How do you feel about uh, having to get a fast pass to access the area? You know what I think is, I it's it's hard to one it's it's a really good idea, but this you know at the same time like everyone wants to go to you know the Star Wars land and I don't know like to do a reservation like if you got the reservation like. That's really, you you got lucky like you can enjoy it but if you don't like you know it's it's I don't know I think it's a good idea but at the same time like if I don't get like the ticket like I'll get frustrated like why can't I just go in like I'll just stick with the crowd you know um, but I don't know that's how I feel I like it but at the same time you know it is what it is I guess no I I totally agree um you know, like I said, like on one hand, I like that they're they have the idea that it's like, oh, this way the crowd uh, or the area isn't as crowded as like we were originally joking about, like literally last week. But I'm like, on the other hand, you're presenting a thing that's going to be super high demand. And for instance, like we know someone that's like a YouTuber and he's already talking about camping out and, you know, what not to like cr- try to go in there and grab anything that's opening day and stuff so it's like you know how is it that how is a normal like person like that's just going there going to deal with these youtubers and bloggers who just want to get that fast fast to get in there so they can be the first to you know reveal like or show off like online what's going on you know right uh how do you feel hunter uh, yeah, I think I'm right on there with you guys where it's like, it's cool, but at the same rate, it's kind of sucky because, I mean, it, it already seems like it's going to be kind of limited. And like, unless you had those reservations for those dates already, you're about to pay so much money to, you know, just reserve a day, let alone, you know, maybe your entire vacation to the park. So, I mean, I'm okay with it, but at the same rate, uh, what you were just saying about the bloggers that are going to try to get there, it kind of sucks because like, the everyday person is going to have such a hard time getting in there now. Yeah, I honestly, I just totally agree. Like, like I said, we know someone who's already like in on that. That's like, I'm going to go in there, get uh, whatever I can post it immediately to YouTube to be the first one to grab views. So it's just like, how is it that me like bringing my family is supposed to deal with something like that? Um, Another cool thing, though, uh, he did reveal, uh, Bob Iger, uh, revealed the, um, the height requirements for the attractions, which, uh, I thought was a nice perk, because, you know, um, we were already discussing that it was gonna be around 40 inches, but now we have a confirmation. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which is the attraction that will open, uh, opening day, 
is going to be a 38 inch uh, height requirement while the rise of the resistance attraction is going to be a 40 inch requirement um also on top of that uh i i didn't mention it earlier so rise of the resistance is not going to open with the land however they're stating that it will open later the uh in the year like in the fall time there's already rumors that maybe it's going to open um at disney world with both attractions already uh you know operating but of course we're not sure because they haven't actually revealed why it's not opening all we know really is that it's going to open at uh open later this year so how do you uh how do you guys feel with um the height requirements that, uh and the of course rise of the resistance not uh being up online george <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh. no you're fine um no I, i'm glad they did that so at least parents know um if they want to you know ride a ride if their kids are too small like now they i guess they could save their money for later instead of just going in and just be disappointed that their kids are not that high yet. Um, but like, I'm glad they kind of did that. Yeah. Uh, I know for me, like in a planning state, uh, I'm actually a little happy because now I know that, uh, of course my daughter can actually ride both attractions. So that's like good to know. Um, of course, uh, Rise of the Resistance not opening initially is a little concerning to me uh, because it means that now I have to go back. But then at the same time, I'm going to go back anyway. So why does it really matter? <laughs> um, Hunter, what do you think of this? Oh, honestly, I, I love every thought of that one because uh, you, you hit it right on the head. Uh, for everybody that plans, which I'm pretty sure, especially with them announcing the dates, every parent who might be trying to take their family is going to check that and now it's good to know going in they'll be like oh hey you know maybe one of us can't ride it so now we got to plan ahead or you know none of them can ride it so we might as well not go during the initial opening period because it's like you're not going to wait 10 hours to get in and find out that your kid can't ride because you're just you know you're all going to be really upset at that point yeah i uh yeah i totally agree um there, there's also the thing that uh, i'm also happy to see it you know open with uh the idea that both uh, height requirements are like regular height requirements because like 38 is pretty short and 40 is like pretty much their standard for you know a beginning uh, attraction um i was a little more worried that it'd be like one of them would be 46 inches or something crazy like that because uh, you know they've done that before where they've open the land and like only one attraction opens and it's like oh and this is how tall it is and you're like oh good so no one in the family can ride this um so to uh go on with the uh, disney world once again this is from the parks blog so they are not going to have a reservation system for going into the land initially uh, or at this time so that's like one plus if you're planning to go to disney world uh the other is they're stating that capacity will be limited. So I'm assuming by the way they're saying that, that they're stating that, you know, they're going to do something to make sure that uh, same thing, that it's not going to be overcrowded there. Um, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but this is like what I thought was interesting. They said um, Star Wars Galaxy Edge will be available during extra magic hours. And during extra magic hours, guests staying at select Walt Disney World resorts can spend extra time at the Disney's Hollywood Studios enjoying select attractions. Details will be a available at a later date. So 
I think it's interesting that on top of that, their uh, their move is that they're going to be like, oh, if you're staying at select resorts, mind you, they're the key word. They're saying select resorts, but they're saying at certain resorts, you're going to get extra magic hours at Hollywood Studios. And I know you guys remember doing extra magic hours. That's like a great opportunity to give you. I know yeah. a lot of people were blogging about uh, when Pandora opened because Pandora was kind of the same deal where it was super crazy to get in there that people were happy when they did the extra magic hours because you could go, you know, with only the people that are staying in resorts and be like, oh, cool, the, you know, I'm going to get to see this and not have to deal with all of this uh, madness and chaos. Uh, but uh, what are your thoughts on that, George? Uh, no, I'm glad they're doing that. Like you said, you basically hit it saying that um, they go in before, like, everyone will go in, so... Um, even though there's still going to be, like, a line, but, like, at least it's going to be much shorter. Um, but, no, yeah, like I said, you hit it on the spot. Uh, I am a little concerned at the idea of them saying select Disney World resorts because, um, you know, I, as you guys know, currently the way they do uh, extra magic hours, really it doesn't matter which resort you're staying at as long as you're staying at one. Uh, so I, I have a feeling it's going to be a more expensive resort is what they're implying. You know, we'll we'll see when it comes time. Uh, what are your thoughts, Hunter? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and piggyback off that last thought. Uh, it's really cool because now it gives you an opportunity, like George was saying. You know, you're not gonna have as long as a wait. You're probably thinking a couple hours instead of ten. The only issue that I really have is the select thing because that means that if you're saying most likely the value ones, like the ones that we usually stay at, like you know, All Star Resort, you're not likely to you know get the. Uh, okay to go in it's probably just going to be for the higher end you know hotels over there yeah i i would agree that's like the upsetting part but at the same time it's like when you're spending more it's like well can you really argue at that i mean like going back right. to the disneyland thing uh you know like i said you're paying like at least 300 dollars a night to stay at like disneyland hotel and the you know hotels around there are like fifty dollars so it's like if you're paying that much more then yeah you should get something a little more than everyone else um i do want to brag for a second um i actually had an argument with someone this morning about it uh so um i know i said it too uh, on the one that we were i keep alluding to that we recorded and haven't released um all the disney bloggers like including the ones i listen to all of them kept saying the same stuff I'm hearing it's going to open June. It's going to open June. And I kept saying to everyone, it's going to open in May because last year when they released the May uh, blackout dates, they revealed that all annual passes were going to be blacked out starting um, at the end of May. Um, I believe it's uh, Memorial Day weekend, the 27th. They had it blacked out starting there for all passes except the signature, which is the top one. And this, uh, of course revealed that yes it's gonna be may uh may 31st and uh i'm just bragging now because i'm like oh so i was right and the entire disney com <laughs> fan community with their rumor mill like was super wrong just to uh pat myself on the back there <laughs> oh, good um, job. one other thing uh of course this is going more into the um kind of rumor stuff or whatever but uh there's word now that the star wars land that your annual pass um discounts will not be applied at all uh i, I mean for me i kind of i understand it i'm like yeah it's a high demand so why would they give you an extra 
you know, uh, discount. But it is also super, like, kind of annoying. Uh, uh, do you have any thoughts on that, George? Um, well, everyone loves to save, and, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at, so it does suck that you get a discount, but, you know, it's an, it is what it is, like, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. It is what it is. It's like, it's a new land, it's a huge deal. It's like, eh, I guess, like... I'm not happy, but I'm gonna. I'll deal with it. You know, I'll survive. I'll pay. I'll pay the full price. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you feel on that, Hunter? Uh, you know, honestly, I, I'm not really shocked. I mean, I think you got to figure that if you're going to be going to Disneyland when it opens for the first like six months afterwards, you're probably bringing extra money anyway because you're probably gonna try to get in there. But like we were, you guys were both saying, it just kind of sucks because everybody does want to save, and you do obviously budget yourself when you're on a vacation, especially a Disney vacation. But I don't think it's anything too crazy. It's not like you know they're jacking up the prices too while they're at it or something like that. Yeah, I mean, um, ultimately, uh, I kind of feel like, uh, especially like Hunter and I, for instance, as annual pass uh, signature annual pass holders, I'm just like we are going to get in without actually paying anything extra. So it's like, uh, I guess it's fine. Um, but uh, that's really all I had for this episode. You know, keep it uh, quick and short. Uh, you guys have any last thoughts, George? The only thing is that... Because um, I know, like, I, I heard something on my thing about the discounts is that they're not going to do any discounts keep writing and especially like florida like my like i said my argument is like you're gonna save at least a thousand dollars like to if you really want to buy something you know yeah and that's 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 my argument it's like you you're gonna buy something you know Disney, it's gonna be a little bit expensive and so even when we went to uh season of the force like we bought so much stuff that we don't we don't need, but like we wanted it, so I'm pretty sure people are gonna buy more. But that was my thing. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, any last thoughts, Hunter? Uh, the only one that I can think of is from one of the earlier subjects, and that was uh, the whole reservation to get in. Again, it is really cool. The only thing I was just thinking about it while we were discussing it is. Um, you know that there's going to be people in there who didn't, who, who aren't going to realize that you need to have a uh, reservation to you know get into the land at first. So you know there's going to be a lot of backlash just from people who might be coming in not realizing that they might have to go to city hall or wherever they need to go to you know get the reservation. Yeah, um, I know for myself, I'm a little kind of wondering uh, at what point are we going to be allowed to like make that reservation? Because as an annual pass holder, you know I could be going in whenever I want. So I'm I'm in the point where I would like more information right now. We don't have it yet, but uh you know, I am wondering how they're going to, you know, allow that. Uh I'm I'm kind of hoping that we're not kind of you know, uh you know, screwed over like I know you two know when we go to uh Disney World, we use my um military discount to buy tickets there uh at the Shades of Green, but it makes it so that we can't do Fast Pass Plus because we don't have any actual tickets and uh that's a super annoying thing for us when we're planning our vacations so i i am wondering you know when are they going to open this up um 
I feel like they're gonna they have some sort of plan uh or th- I'm assuming they have some sort of plan to make sure that if you reserve that you're actually gonna show up you know they're not gonna just let you uh, reserve it and then go oh oops I didn't go you know they they know that yeah. the demand that's going with it I don't know if they're gonna like make you, you know, put like a credit card thing on it like the dining reservation but you know though I assume they're gonna do something to make sure that you're actually showing up you know I have questions about the to get into the the park for um for Star Wars like I know right now they we're talking right now but like how are they gonna give like the tickets out you know are they is there gonna be a special event or do people have to like stand in line until like they get the ticket like how is that gonna work out uh, that's what I mean is like are they gonna do it like uh fast fast plus where it's like at midnight on this day you can like apply for like you know that reservation like uh i'm kind of wondering like what their plan is but you know because they're already they're already extending complimentary ones to anyone staying at their resorts um i'm assuming they already have an actual plan and uh i have a feeling like it's gonna be way more weighted towards uh, those people paying (laughs) Alright, so uh, if you guys have nothing more, we're going to end it there. You know, like I said, keep it nice and short. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, once again, um, I'm going to say it again. We, we haven't released the other episode yet, but I'm sorry about the wait. You know, things got a little complicated for a while, but we're back and we're trying to make this more weekly. Uh, maybe we'll do more of them like this where you're not going to get any of the great editing that George does. You're just going to get us straight talking. (laughs) But uh, I want to thank you guys for listening and uh, waiting. And please stop blowing me up on social media about (laughs) episodes. Um, Hunter, reply when I post stuff on social media to you. But, uh, you know, uh, with that, uh, you can always uh, follow me on on the Twitter. I'm GeoDisney. That's G-I-O-D-I-S-N-E-Y. On uh, the Instagram, I'm going to be Geo Comedy, uh, but you're going to see a lot more comedy stuff than Disney. But you'll see me if I'm at Disneyland or something. I'll always post stuff about that. Uh, but uh, George, you can follow George at... You can follow me at Instagram at J182, but like I said, just follow Josh. He'll get more info. And uh, you can follow Hunter when he sometimes posts things. Yes, when I occasionally post things. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram. You know, we've got uh, DisneyGuy24 or Twitter that I haven't been on in forever, and that's at uh, Hunter3GATM. But it's probably easier to get a hold of Josh, but I will try to answer if I ever get anything from a fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true, because I was definitely posting stuff like last week uh, towards Hunter on the Twitter, and he never replied. But uh, uh, I want to thank you guys again for listening. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Flo, who is a surprise listener there. Um, We want to, and of course, thank you to any other fans out there other than the three people that we know of. Uh, Thank you, and uh, make sure to leave like a review on iTunes if you want. Um, You know, we can we always appreciate that. But uh, thank you guys, and you can also download any other episodes either on iTunes or directly from my website. It's geocomedy slash 3GATM. Anyway, thank you guys. See ya. All right, George, you want to say see ya? (laughs) No, I'm sorry. See ya later. (laughs) You guys have a good one.
All right, see you guys. Ka-chow.